it's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we're talking a little bit about my birthday and also some truly depressing celeb news, but we have to talk about it because why not? And some hilarious, ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? He has forgotten how mean I can be, apparently. I need to remind him. Paula? You have a single thought of your own or just don't talk! Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 466. Hello, everyone. It's Friday. Well, we're recording on Friday, I should say. This drops on Sunday, so yes. whatever. <laughs> They're just like, what? Friday was. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> it does, it's all timeless to us. We don't you show know, us your tits. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> show us your tits. Come to Mama, boys. Isn't that a what was that movie? Or it's like always oh, concert. Show us your tits. Oh, I don't know what that is, but I know it's a sure thing. Is is that one line? Yeah. Which I love that movie. That is funny. I believe that was Nicolette Sheridan's debut in film. On The Sure Thing? Yeah, she because she played the, basically, she was just this quiet. Oh, speak. she was The Sure Thing, huh? Yeah. Oh, God, that is such, you know what? I'm going to watch that now. <laughs> that is a cute movie. It is. You know what? Wasn't is. her boyfriend Anthony Edwards? Was it? I think so. I, I thought it might have been the uh, bad guy in Real Genius. The, the, the oh the, you know what the it minion. may have been yeah yeah uh, not Kenneth. the professor Kenneth, Kenneth. stop touching yourself <gasps> Kenneth this is God <laughs> Jesus hello Jesus <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines real genius is is that why they classic. found you in a pool of jello it was hot and I was hungry <laughs> <laughs> that's a great movie too I know. I didn't like the youngster that they used. I just thought he was so oh. ugly. You know, I and don't think girl. he was really in any. Yeah, I know. They could have picked a different girl. But, you know, Ugh. she was supposed to be a, a weirdo anyway. So, I, I mean, I get it. But he, he didn't really do, I think, any other movies after that. I, I think he maybe did like one. Well, but... he wasn't attractive. No, but I mean, he had a niche, you know? Although I will say that, yeah, he could have been in Revenge of the Nerds and stuff. Yeah. I mean, shit, if they can find a role for Booger, I mean, come on. Booger's been Booger for like 30 years. <laughs> He's never <sighs> been any. And I think his name is always Booger in everything he does, by the way. No matter what he did. Like, yeah, completely unrelated to, to Revenge of the Nerds. It's like, it's Booger. He also plays Booger on American Dad. Oh, He's a voice God. of one of the friends. And I think his, I don't think his name is Booger, but I think it is. I don't know. Well, what was his name? Snot? <laughs> Snots. Oh, I've got this friend named Loogie. He's just. Yeah. <laughs> God, I don't know how I would feel about not being able to escape like this identity. Well, he's probably a millionaire, so he's like, bring the yeah, booger money. I guess he, exp- <laughs> he embraced it, but. Exactly. Exactly. And he's good and better off dead, which is a fantastic oh my God. movie. This is pure snow. Look, half my brain is frozen. He's like, would you quit snorting that stuff? <laughs> Do you know what the value of this mountain is? <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good. God, he's, anyway. just like, he's always snorting nasal spray. Really? Do you know where I could score some? <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. Just go down this hill really fast. <laughs> when it gets in your way, turn. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a good movie. Uh, all those were. So let's just get this over with. Today okay. is officially my birthday. Dun, 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 dun. I can't dun, lie dun, dun. because it shouldn't be a big thing, but I am 50. Mm-hmm. And it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it only sucks because... I have been really good about staying present for the last few years where it's Mm -hmm. like I'm only focusing on, you know, I'm not trying to freak out about what's ahead of me. I'm just trying to stay present. So I appreciate stuff. And it's been very helpful. It it really relieves a lot of stress for me. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about it. So when you're really present all the time, you really recognize how much time we're given and it's limited. And I'm like, God, if I'm lucky, I'm halfway there. If I'm lucky, I'm Mm -hmm. halfway there, which is still... You know, it's a lot of time, but it's like, you know, anything can happen from now. And, you know, because we start to die, you know, and it just seems to speed up the older you get. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's depressing in that aspect. But I mean, I'm really healthy. I'm active. I work out and exercise. I take good care of myself. So I'm not really worried about dying tomorrow. But Mm -hmm. it does make you recognize you're like, fuck, the clock is ticking. Mm -hmm. clock is ticking but i will say i like the fact that i know more now i definitely am better off now than i was in my 20s oh yeah which is nice i'm in a marriage that i'm really happy in Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it's like all right you know so i mean everyone's healthy i have you know my sisters are my best friends Mm -hmm. what more could i possibly need i read uh something yesterday that said 40 is like the old for the younger generation, but 50 is the young for the older generation. Yes. So you're actually considered young for like the generation you're approaching. So like all the, you know, late 60s, they're just like, that bitch, you know, because she's just like, (laughs) you know, she's just barely 50, you know, baby. Yeah, exactly. So you're considered young. I'm in the Gen X world. I'm a Gen Xer. And You know, my opinion, we're the best generation because we were there before the internet and smartphones and we Mm -hmm. had to make do. Our parents kicked us outside and locked the door. We were allowed Mm -hmm. to walk to school. You know, we were allowed to be, you know, hurt ourselves and not have to have it reported Mm -hmm. all the time. You know, teachers had a little more power over discipline. I mean, it was just a very different time. I'm not saying it was fair or right, but it did make us pretty tough. Oh, and then, you know, we were there when the internet was invented. We actually have those people in our generation. You know, the mm-hmm. they're a little bit older, but not my much. The Bill Gates of the world, they're our age in our age range. Mm-hmm. So it's like we've we were we've been growing up with the internet and technology. We're the only generation who has that privilege. You know, we know what it's like to have our parents do an emergency breakthrough on the phone and absolutely verbally assault us Mm -hmm. for tying up the telephone, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas now it's like you just text your your child to come to dinner (laughs) in the same house. I know. My point is, is I am 50. I was constantly thinking of, of course, Sex in the City, because at the time it was the only thing that women have to relate as far as getting older and being proud of it. And I just remember Samantha going... Well, well, there was one scene where she's like, I'm 40 fucking five and I've got nothing to be embarrassed about. And I'm like, you go, girl. And I'm like, all women should be that way. Why are we so afraid to say I'm 50 fucking years old and I have nothing to be ashamed of unless you're, you know, struggling, I guess. But even so, just to make it to that age is great to me. Well, and I don't think 50 is as old as people think it is. Not um, anymore. You know, Not I anymore. mean, if we saw pictures of our mother at 50, I mean, you might as well think she was 70. But well, her, their generation aged very quickly because, first of all, they didn't know anything about skincare. Second, 
they were owning homes at 21 because their husbands were coming back from the war. Like it is a completely different. You know, we essentially live in a time of peace. You know, there's not, there's not been a world war since the 40s. So, well, there wasn't a big emphasis on appearance. I'm not saying appearance is everything, but no. you know, well, yeah, but looking, they aged looking attractive and everything like that. That was for like the young single girls, which you know basically was like 14 to 18. And, and you didn't so. have to do much when you're that young. You just you're pretty just getting out of bed. Well, you're like virginal you're looking. So, yeah. I mean, my God, your hair is good. You know, you haven't lived any life, so you don't have any frow lines. Yeah, you, you know. can put on lipstick and you're just like, wow, you know, but I mean, oh, but, why are you wearing then, red lipstick? Oh, it's prom night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I'm going to go land myself a husband or get pregnant and then I'll get myself a husband. Same difference. Yes, exactly. But then once you get married and you start having kids, I mean, it's OK to look frumpy with glasses because your husband will probably just get a mistress anyway. So yeah, he's just going to be fucking his secretary. So exactly. what does it matter? <laughs> so, I mean, that was just that was the cycle of life. <laughs> The circle of life. And then the 70s came and women are like, fuck you. Yeah, thanks a lot. We're burning our bras. We're taking it no more. We're getting jobs. I'm like, way to go, geniuses. Then you're going to come home, cook dinner, and raise your kids anyway, you stupid ass. Yeah, it's not like the husband's going to be like, okay. They're just like, go ahead, bitches. We're not going to do a damn thing. Okay, so let's move on to somebody else's bad news. It looks far more dire than it probably is, but I have divorce, cancer, and death in the news. Okay. So let's start with divorce. There is another COVID marriage fatality. Mm-hmm. Mary Kate Olson has filed for divorce from her 50-year-old husband. He's a banker. And she's requ- they live in New York. She's mm-hmm. quarantining. She's quarantining with her sister. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I totally feel her. She's 33. And she has requested an emergency divorce because New York the proper and they of course in manhattan their courthouses are closed and so but if it's an emergency they will grant it for you so she's saying this has to be an emergency because she's terrified that her husband is trying to deprive her of her home that they've lived in if he is successful i will not only lose my home but i risk losing my personal property because he's given her till the 18th to get her things out of their house and the problem is is that she can't because there's no moving company. There's nothing working right now in New York. And so she's like, I need, you know, I need some assistance in this. And she's also uh, wanting to have a judge uphold the terms of their prenup, ordering that her husband will continue to provide her with health and dental. Now, all it, it was full on rejected. They're like, no, it's not an emergency billionaire. You don't need right. us to do that for you. I hate that she tried to pull some strings to get it emergency because she doesn't want to lose her possessions. I'm sure that it's for her. It's dire. You know, she probably has some shit in there that she doesn't because he's like, I'm going to throw it in the street. I'm going to dump it in the garbage, whatever. I'm going to sell it or whatever like that. Right. And so she's like, I don't want that to happen. And so, you know, she's but to me, it's like, Aren't does she you- not have like some security muscle that she can just send in there? Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't they have security? I mean, they, they're constantly surrounded by large men. Can't they just have them go over there and get it? That's what I would be like, especially if it's the properties in her name. I'd be like, here. Here's, you know, my five large, massive security guys. Go ahead and pull something. They're going to beat your ass. <laughs> right? So I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard for me to have any sympathy because I'm like, I know how wealthy you are. Everybody knows that you are. What happened? Did somebody quit smoking and now all hell broke loose? I mean, <laughs> Well, no, it's a COVID thing. I mean, she fled the home to her sister mid-April and immediately wanted a divorce. And so I'm like, oh, okay, so... 
essentially, once again, this COVID pandemic has forced people who got married, who hardly spend time together, spend time together. And they're like, wow, I really don't like you anymore. This is like the worst idea we've ever had. Let's get away from each other. It's so weird to me because they were together for like, I want to say like seven or eight years before they got married. And um, they were together for like a really, really long time. And then they got married and they've been married, what, like five years or something? I think they've been, yeah, they've been married for five years. I don't know if they were together that long, but everybody hated the age, like her, his children hated the age. It's a 16 year age difference. And so I don't know if they have been together that long because that would make her like really, really young. But it doesn't matter. She's got her own money and she has a lot of it, like a lot of money. Yeah, and then to finally decide, like, we don't want to be together. I, I, Because I, I've seen other people divorce. And they're, well, I mean, the Cavalry was 10 years, and there's somebody else who's getting a divorce, I could have sworn. I'm just saying that this COVID with, that requires people to hunker down, it's not a honeymoon for a lot of these people who probably spent a lot of time apart. And now yeah, but she wasn't even with him. That's the weird part. Well, no, she was, and then she left and went to a p- pandemic with her sister. Like she was there until like mid-April and then she took off and he's like, fuck you. You can't come back. And so he's like, I'm going to get rid of your shit. You have till the 18th. His attorneys have been dealing with her. And so she's like, I don't, I don't, I can't get all my stuff. And I'm sure it's a ginormous penthouse. There's no way to retrieve everything. She can't probably can't walk in with a box and take her things. I'm sure she owes half, half of not all the crap in there. And he probably wants to sell the place. You know, so anyway, I was like, okay, so one more COVID uh, marital demise, but it is interesting how, you know, some people are like, oh, we're so tight. And everybody else is like, I hate you. Um, Okay. Cancer. Cancer. I'm going to whisper it. So Janelle Brown, one of the sister wives had skin cancer. Really? Yes. Now she, if you know, if you follow the sister wives, Janelle is the, is the second wife and she's very, very, very fair skinned. Super blonde hair, super light blue eyes, super pale skin. Like almost albino, yeah. She's practically albino. She's recovering from surgery to remove a cancerous lesion off of her lip. Oh. It came Okay, so this is what's interesting, and I have a little backstory after I read this. It came in the one spot my cold sores have occurred on for decades. I'm so careful about sunscreen because I'm so fair. It never occurred to me that it may be skin cancer. After almost a year of over-the-counter and holistic remedies to remove the scar, she noticed no change and made an appointment with a dermatologist. Unfortunately, her appointment was canceled because of the pandemic. So she finally had a telemedicine appointment with a dermatologist in mid-April, and they immediately said, you have basal cell carcinoma. It's the most f- common form of skin cancer. It's obviously right. still growing. We all know that. Well, it's not lethal or anything like that. It's it it's not, but it it's definitely something that can spread. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't bigger. want to ignore it, but I mean, she assumed it was just a scar. Now she realizes she missed the early warning signs, and she regrets waiting so long. And I saw a photo of her. She posted a photo, and they took a dime size off of her upper lip on the left side. She's gonna have a. They said that it won't scar because you know plastic surgery is so good now. Right. They, they can fix it. But I don't know how much you watch the sister wives or you really take a look at her. But she's always had what I thought was a mole ab- above the left side of her lip. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. It's not a mole. It was a cold sore scar because every time she gets a cold sore, that's where it crops up. And so she just thought it was excessive scarring from all the cold sores that she would get throughout the years. Now, I don't know if you go to the sister wives Reddit page. No, I haven't. Okay, well, I go there. I, I don't as frequently now because there's no season or anything. 
But there was, they posted about this, and that's how I found out about it. And I said, you know, she said, I've had this for decades, and I didn't realize. And I said, decades my ass, because in the Reddit, everyone assumes that Robin gave everybody lip herpes. And so I said that, and I got hardcore downvoted, (laughs) because everyone loves Janelle. And so it looked like Janelle actually responded. She goes, no, I've literally had it for decades. And I was like, oh, shit, Janelle's in here. But everybody knows that they kind of troll the the Reddit page. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do. And so I'm actually really careful because the reality is I don't hate anybody. I just like the show. And so and so I don't talk shit about the kids or anything like that, because if it was me, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, don't be talking about my kid like that. Right. So and they're kids. So anyway, I said, it's a joke. I go, you guys are merciless about how Robin brought herpes into the family. And now suddenly you got this is the line. This is the line. Yeah, We're right. not allowed this to is do the that. Line, huh? Yeah. And that got downvoted. I'm like, fuck you guys. I was mad. I was like, you guys are assholes. Reddit is so temperamental. God, they are. Anyway, so, you know, keep keep an eye on your fair skin. She, and that was the other thing. She's like, God, I slather myself in sunscreen, but I guess it just doesn't matter sometimes. Okay, uh, now death, and this one's actually quite sad. Beckett, Melissa Etheridge's son, has passed away from an OD of opioids. I wasn't sure, you know, I, I wasn't sure what it was. I was just like, it's either suicide or something else. Or Yeah, no, he, he had a, a massive opioid addiction, mm-hmm. and he was only 21, which is really sad. Now, they were very um, open once it got found out that David Crosby from Crosby, Stills, and Nash donated the sperm for the couple. I think it was... Um, whatever i can't remember the, the other mom mm-hmm. and so they had two children through david crosby's sperm david crosby is a notorious drug addict like he had his liver replaced you know like he's he's hardcore probably probably didn't choose very wisely on that part <laughs> why would you do that like why would you ask someone who has an, a genetic addiction because some people don't believe addiction is genetic some people think yeah. it's like you know something environmental you just develop or you know you right know, or they think you know all musicians have drug problems you know and who's to say that melissa etheridge doesn't have a drug problem well we don't know that's true we don't know that but an addictive I mean, have personality you seen pictures of her she looks like <laughs> trash warmed up an addictive personality is not you're not born with a drug addiction. You're born with an addictive personality and you can put that in anything. Our stepdad has an addictive personality and he goes through things more than anyone I know. Yeah. He's addicted to being an asshole. Well, that is true. On top of that, he also went through the Pepsi phase, the weight loss phase, the biking phase, the guitar phase. I mean, they go through these phases where they can't He'll hit something hardcore, but you know, mom does that too. Does she? I mean, how many times has she started some activity, hits a hardcore, and then, you know, burns out after six months? That is true. That I mean, she true. did the beating. She did the, what else did she, she was crocheting for a while. She did those little plastic flowers or whatever they was, those things were. She was ready to take that business global. And <laughs> Oh, the silk Remember flowers. the silk yes. flowers that she sold at gas stations? and Yeah, that's right. You're right. I don't know if that's an addiction or just a, um, a, a just always looking for it. It's an entrepreneurial spirit. I'm not sure. Like I said a, a while ago, you know, we're we're on the we're doing this pandemic thing, but life still moves on. And so it's like people are dying, people are being born, you know, it's like nothing has changed really. It's just that we have this umbrella of this other thing on top of it. So I thought, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, I'm like, you know, it's I, I can't even imagine having to deal with with that kind of situation under this on top of it. It would just be so tough. Diff- I mean, it's just added an added weight that forever you will have i don't know i just but i felt bad i'm like no one 
you know, if you can't get a hold of your demons, it's just, God, it's the worst. So, but anyway, moving on. So those are the the celeb news. Oh, well, Katy Perry decided to pose nude again. (laughs) There's that. Did did she have her baby yet or no? No, she's still pregnant and she just felt. Why does she think anyone gives a shit? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, why is this woman so popular? She's like one of the number one celebs to follow on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm like, why do you guys like this person? She's so unlikable to me. She ranks right up there with Anne Hathaway. I don't get it. I don't understand. Who is she appealing to? Is it because she's naked all the time? Is that it? Is it her boobs? It could be like a Paige Van Zandt thing. Like, why does she have so many fucking followers on Instagram? Because she's pretty. She's not, though. Well, a lot of people think she is. I'm just saying. I don't find her pretty at all. I I think she just looks like a a squatty troll with (laughs) stringy blonde hair and fake tits. I think it's it's because of her body. She's very... She's her body's beautiful and and she's a fighter and she's tough you know Well, that's the other thing too is is she's just like i make more money on instagram than i do on ufc i'm like that's because you suck as a fighter (laughs) you're not even ranked not anymore yeah the last thing Paige van zandt her and her husband did is they took naked pictures of themselves in their kitchen i saw that like exercising or something like that her butt was on the counter why would you do that yeah i know and everyone was kind of talking about that and they're just like well i like her and i'm just like yes nothing says marriage like here fellas take a take a look at my naked wife you know and i'm just like (laughs) who who does that someone who doesn't really i don't know if daryl ever did that i'd be really mad well, that's just, you don't, that's not respect. It's just like, hey, guys, take a look at my naked wife. Nothing says respect in marriage like that. <laughs> yeah, nothing like the sanctity of marriage look, to show Look off. what I got. Look her what I get to. The, her ass's cheeks are where we prepare our chicken breasts <laughs> with fat-free seasoning. Our skinless chicken breast is prepared right on this counter every day. <laughs> where we nourish ourselves, you know, just so we can keep exercising. <laughs> I know. we're fucking weirdos. I know. It's so true. I, you know, it's funny. If anything, I'm starting, and I I did read an article about how it's like people are really starting to wisen up to the superficial behavior that is online now from a lot of celebs where it's like, here's a picture of me in my bikini in my pool drinking a margarita in L.A. because it's just so hard out there, you guys, you know, it's like no one gives a shit. No one cares about you anymore. I mean, what? why do they call them influencers? I'm like, what are you influencing? You're trying to tell people to go out in their shitty backyards with their pool that's dirty at the bottom with green algae and drink a margarita out of a plastic cup. Because they can't get you know, a pool guy out here. They don't even have a blender. So they're just going to use it with, you know, the ice cubes with, you know, mixed mixed vegetables because they change out your cubes. <laughs> Remember? Yes. Johnny Walker with mixed vegetables. Change out your cubes. <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> That's so funny. So really quick, uh, because it was my birthday, Daryl woke me up. And uh, <laughs> I, I know. I can't wait to hear this. Why? <laughs> so he, I, I will. Okay. So at 4.30ish this morning, there was a oh really big earthquake in Nevada, but it was felt all the way through to Davis, California. And so our, you know, my father-in-law, Daryl's dad felt it because he was like within miles. Oh, my God. Yeah. In Reno. And he's like, oh, yeah, it shook our bed, you know, like and it, it, it was one of those long lasting ones, which is probably why we felt it. So I didn't feel a damn thing. Well, some people didn't. And so I didn't necessarily feel it, but I woke up out of a dead sleep. And I was like, mm-hmm. why am I wide awake? And there was nary a sound. I mean, not a bug, a rooster, a car, nothing. And that's really mm. weird. It, that's not that normal. That is weird. 
You're like, is the power out? Like, you know, yes, it was on? one of those mm-hmm. really weird, dead, silent feelings. And so I was like, wow, that was weird. So I went up and I went to the bathroom and then I was wide awake. And I'm like, why am I so awake? This is so weird. I have felt earthquakes here before where it literally rocks the door and you can hear it's like you think someone's trying to open the door. It's like all the whole house kind of moves and you can hear it creaking. I only felt an earthquake one time and it felt like my bed was going over train tracks. Yeah. And that's the only time I've ever felt it. And it was like, yes. and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I woke up and I was sleeping and I remember waking up and I just remember feeling like, yeah. And it was a weird sensation. I'm like, what the hell is that? And by the time I started to figure it out, it was already over. So. And here's what was weird is that normally when an earthquake is coming, animals react weird. They act funny. Yesterday. They do start to act weird. Yesterday, Bodega was such an asshole. He would. Oh, really? Oh, my God. He was like, he even, he even snapped, but he, he growled at Malia. And we're like, what Maybe the he was fuck? trying to get you guys to go inside. Well, he was he was just not himself. And it was really he was agitated. He yeah. was agitated. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, well, this kind of makes sense because he's been he was the whole day was kind of off. So I was like, oh, damn, that's so weird. So I did finally fall back asleep around six. And and then I woke up from this really crazy dream because I don't know about you, but when I fall back asleep in the morning, I have these really weird, very vivid dreams. I had woken up crying and laughing at the same time. And Daryl goes, what are you, what's, are you all right? Was it a bad dream? I'm like, no, it wasn't a bad dream. It was actually really stressful. We were traveling. I miss traveling so much, Paula. I miss it so mm-hmm. much. I forgot. Daryl and I do, we go out of town quite a bit and I didn't realize. At least once a month. Yeah. yeah I didn't realize how much until this whole thing went down. We were supposed to go in April to nashville for for a few days and that obviously got canceled which is fine you know i'm cool with it but it's like i'm really missing it and you know we went to napa all the time for an overnight well i was gonna say you guys go to napa at least once a month because you usually are picking up some kind of wine or something and then we make it a night we know we make a go of it we spend the night and you know whatever Mm -hmm. so it's been a while and so i dreamt that we flew to la we had some issues with the flight and then we go to a hotel and, you know, we had some issues with the hotel and then you and Stephanie were there and you're like, well, I hope you get at least a free meal out of all of this. And I'm like, a free meal? I better get a fucking upgrade. And you're like, yeah, really? <laughs> and then we were yeah. all at the beach. It was so crazy. It's like everything that I've missed, fun. everything I missed happened in like five minutes. It was so funny. So I had, I didn't have my phone or anything with me and I couldn't remember the hotel I was staying at and Daryl had stayed to fix the hotel situation. So I couldn't find him. I couldn't remember where to go. I didn't have my phone and you're like, oh, it'll be fine. You'll work it out. And so I show up at a hotel going, well, I hope this is the hotel. And he walks in and I start crying and I'm laughing because I'm such a dork. And so I woke up <laughs> crying and laughing. He's like, oh my God, that's so sweet. I'm like, it, it's weird, you know, because it You're was like, like, it's not because of you. It's no. like, because I'm lucky. <laughs> it was like, it was like just this relief and, and laughing at myself for being relieved. Anyway, I wake up and he goes, well, let me go get you some coffee. So he brings me coffee and I have this one mug that I really love from Starbucks. It's bright white with a gold crown on it. He goes, I think Mm -hmm. today it's appropriate for you to drink out of your princess mug. So he brings me that. I'm like, thanks. And so he gives me a card. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not, you know, I'm about my birthdays. I'm, it's not that I hate them, but I'm just not a fan of a lot of attention, I think. I hate attention. I just don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. So, well, I mean, you you wouldn't not want any, but it's just awkward. That, I just you know, feel weird. Everyone always asks me why I can't take a compliment. And I'm just like, probably because I've never received hardly any in my life. I just, and I just don't know what to do with it's them. It's just uncomfortable. <laughs> so. Well, I just think it's because we're awkward. I don't know if it's about history. I just think we're just weird about it. You know, we're like, 
because yeah, we, we we think pretty highly of ourselves but when other people say it it's like i don't well, know maybe you do i don't so i open the car just like you're so pretty i'm like no i'm not he's a fat pig why would you you're say that like, today things like that that's not what i was getting at and actually that's funny because yesterday daryl was laying on thick i'm like what do you want he's like what do you mean i go why is it every time i walk by you you say something nice I go, I feel what are you like, after? What I do go, you want? I feel like Anal? you're being, what is it? Yeah, I, go, I feel like you're being patronizing to me. And he's like, patronizing? I'm like, yes. Every time I walk by, you're like, oh, you're so pretty. I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. So anyway, he goes, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, God, what? I don't know. Like, I can just, I can just hear the sarcasm and patronizing <laughs> dripping from your mouth. But it's not. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, Wait, you feel, are, are you being patronizing? patronizing? Why, are you, why are you responding with everything I say with, as a question term? Why are you either have a single thought of your own or just don't talk? <laughs> So, I open up They've the been room. accosted without even knowing He's what's like, happened. I don't know what's happening. It's like I'm confused. That's because you don't know anything. I'm so. It's like, <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm scared. So anyway, I open up the card and in right glaring in front of me in bright neon orange is the fifty. <gasps> and I said, "Why would you do this to me?" And he goes, well, I have another card that's better. And I'm like, okay, why? Then you should have started with that one. Why would you give this to me? <laughs> so I read it and it's like, you know, here, you know, here's to the best year yet, all this stuff. And at the end he goes, I know you're going to destroy this, but I really wanted to buy something with a number on it. And I was like, you are an asshole. <laughs> like, I really, I am and going to He should have bought it. a card for a five-year-old and then drawn a zero. <laughs> a baby it, zero. Like a, a small zero. Right? Maybe like a like a Cheerio and glued it, was, it on there. It's true. So I'm just like, oh god. So now it's staring at me. I'm gonna throw it away. I'm not keeping it. What, 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 is he like a like a like a sadist? I was or just something? gonna say, I'm I mean, like, you a masochist? But no, masochists like to receive pain. Yeah, sadist I'm gonna give to him give pain. pain. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's yeah, going I got to what pay. Maybe he's both. I'm <laughs> so. going to give this to you. It's like, yeah, I'm going to give this to you because I know you're going to hurt me. Yes. So as much as I enjoy giving this to you because I know it hurts you, I know that it's going to hurt even more I'm when like, you yeah. hit me. And you're going to be like, and he's going to be like, thank you. He's like, thank I'm partially you. aroused. I'm partially aroused bringing you your coffee and this horrific card. Well, it explains <laughs> the boner. That's for sure. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I will show, I will send you a photo of it so you can see it. Just but. take a picture of it. Yeah, that's hideous. I will. I'm like, here you go. Neon orange, you said? Neon orange. God. Yes, with foil. It's like Caltrans. Like, it's what like, am I, a giant orange cone in the red? Everyone on 50! <laughs> He's like, I want Beware! everyone. Beep, beep, beep. I want everyone to know that you're old as fuck now. Yeah, it's funny. We were supposed to go to France for my birthday. That was the ultimate goal. And for me, I told him, I said, look, if we're, if we're going to travel internationally, and this was like a year ago when we talked about it. I said, we're going to travel internationally. You know that because I'm so afraid of flying that we're really going to have to go all out. Like, I want first class I, I want to fly first class if we're going somewhere that far away I don't care about what we do financially when we're there because I just being there will be enough for me but it but travel wise and accommodations I, I really want to not spare too much expense especially if we're going on the premise that it's my 50th and I may never come back so that obviously did not occur there's no way right. that that is not going to happen. We're hopeful that next year we'll get to go. And, you know, I still want first class, but not it won't be as essential other things. So because of that and because there's no even we can't even go to a really fancy restaurant. We can't even f do anything crazy like go to New York or anything, you know. So 
we happen to know someone who owns a French cafe. <laughs> so oh. he has essentially rented out the cafe for just the two of us. And he is having the French chef who's classically trained prepare us a French, a full gourmet French dinner. Wow. So, yeah. And then they and the pastry chef will be pre- preparing our own very, very French dessert, plated desserts. And they have been working on the menu for a week. So when we go tonight, after this this cafe is closed, we'll be the only patrons in there. We will have uh, Malia is going to be our server. So Aww. it's somebody who lives with us. So there's no weird pandemic thing. And then the chefs in the back, which is, of course, my daughter, our, you know, Mackenzie, my daughter, your niece, and then her boss are in back preparing the meal. So we're all COVID free and COVID friendly because we've all been around each other. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. And so Daryl's like, I thought you might hate it. I'm like, why would I hate that? I think it's amazing. I love it. And so that is what we're doing tonight. So I'm like, I love it. I think it's great. I It's better than nothing because he's like, well, we're going to have a special dinner. I'm like, what, like on our deck or something? <laughs> like, I had no idea what he had planned. So I think it's really yeah. romantic. I think that it's is really, going to be romantic. Yeah, Hopefully. it'll be nice. But I told yeah. him initially when he said that he was he was taking, you know, we were going to have the cafe to ourselves. I said, listen, I go, I don't want a party. He goes, you're not having a party. I'm like, well, is family going to be there? He goes, well, some family. And I'm like, well, it's like, are my sisters coming? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, what are, what are we doing? Is, are, your, are your parents coming? Like, what is this? He goes, it's just us. I'm like, okay. Because like, if he had invited you guys, I'd be cool with it. But if it was like some big ass thing, I would have been really upset. But no, I don't think he would do that. He did. He knows I hate party. He he would never throw me a birthday party. Never. I would hate it so much. I'd be in my room all the time, and you'd be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm staying away from that nonsense." Like yeah, I would right. hate it. I'm, I'm <laughs> getting ready, Jamie. It's ten o'clock. Oh, is everyone drunk yet? Because then I'll come down. You're still in your towel, so it's my birthday. <laughs> what? I started watching something on Netflix. I can't help it. <laughs> it's one a.m. Your birthday's over. Is it? Oh well, then oh. I guess I just won't come down. Oh, right. I'm just going to bed now. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't like it. It's I don't know what it is. I'm with you, though. It's very awkward to have that kind of attention. I just I've never been a fan. It's not even about turning older. It's just the whole idea is kind of weird. You know, if I was to do like a big birthday, like a bash or something, mm-hmm. I'd probably want to do like a family like vacation or something. And like yeah. maybe like have a party on the beach or, mm-hmm. you know, like a bonfire or like barbecue or something like that. But just right. with like family. Yeah. You know, nothing. Not like external friends or something. Mm-hmm. Um Something like that. Yes. That that would be like my idea of a party. Well, just anything where I'm just comfortable and I don't have to be on and be, you know, hosting exactly. and being friendly. Exactly. Like, oh, thank you for this b- book that I'll never read. Um, all right. Well, let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. I think if I do, I mean, God, this has been such a hellacious week. I like, know. I and we're going to talk about it next week. Uh, you are dealing with some health issues with your pupster. Yes. And so uh, little Bo, who's diabetic, had had some issues. So you are going to fill us in on all the details, the very expensive details next week. Yes, expensive <laughs> okay. I kind of have, it's not, uh, it's not awkward, but it's, it's just typical, ugly, ugly, okay. typical, ugly behavior. Yes. So I got a call. It was from a recruiter company and they asked if I was still looking for an HR job. And I'm just like, yeah, actually I always. am, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm kind of just always open. Always. They said that they had a position open for like an employment services company, which is kind of what I did last time 
I said, yeah, I'm like, this is exactly what I did before. And so we talked on the phone for like 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And he said, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, all the things that you've done and your personality and all of that. He says the five year gap could be a problem. He says, but I'm, I'm really confident that, you know, you more than make up for it in you know, other areas. Sure. And as long as you're current on current laws and everything, he says, I just, I, I think we can get past that if I could just get them to interview you. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And so the pay was low, but I'm just like, at this point, I don't care. Just to get something on the resume. Well, and I'm just like, if I can just get in, then that will just get me a better chance to just do something mm-hmm. than nothing. And so hung up and I was super excited. I had, you know, I told Victor what was going on. And then um, he said, OK, I'm going to send you an email. And then he says, as soon as you, uh, you get it, he says, just respond with your most current resume and cover letter. So I'm like, OK. So I was sitting on the couch just waiting because he said he's going to send it right away. So I get the email from him. I open it and he's just like, I'm so sorry. He says, I just talked to my boss about you. And he said that um, the company had contacted him already and said that they would job offered somebody else. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like, like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I just spent 45 minutes on the phone with you. you punk oh, I was so pissed. And I'm like well I'm like well that was a big waste of time because so. I was like my brain was already thinking I'm like okay I'm all well it's here in Fols- <laughs> you know, it's in Folsom and but the hours were really good and you oh know, my god all that's stuff. so annoying I it was so annoying, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like that. That was that wasn't worth getting my heart rate up over. So, oh God, you know what? That is very typical ugly. That happens. It a lot. was. I'm just mm-hmm. like, go fucking figure. I just wasted 45 <laughs> minutes and you know, 15 minutes of brain cells for no reason. Oh, that's annoying. So, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so mine is really funny. Um, I was this week. I thought I was going to be telling you the tale of how I lost my glasses as a grown ass woman, <laughs> but that did not happen. And I would have told you, Jamie. Touch the top of your head. (laughs) It was worse. So (laughs) were they they on your eyes? (laughs) No, 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 no. I was doing some serious deep cleaning in the front room because the cats had just taken over. And sometimes that happens. They they love the front room. Right when you walk in my house to the right, we have that big gray couch and they love hanging out in that room because it's quiet. And so um, it gets built up with fur. And so like every three days you have to like vacuum everything and Swiffer and sweep and dust or it just looks gross. So it had been like a week and it, the floors needed to be done, everything. So at some point, and I had, du- I was dusting everything. I was vacuuming the stairs. I had taken my glasses off because I cannot wear them unless I'm reading. So right. I had set them somewhere and I'd forgotten where I, I'd set them. I'm like, well, I don't know where they are. So I had set them somewhere weird. I, in my brain, I remember setting them down. I just couldn't remember where that was. For three days, I looked for my glasses. I finally just pulled out an old pair because I needed to be able to see uh, when I was reading or doing whatever. And um, I couldn't find them. And I said, well, I'm just going to get my prescription filled like at a freaking, you know, whatever. Just get a cheaper pair and just have them mailed to me or whatever because I can't. I can't not have the current prescription. This is crazy. And I'm like, and I don't know how I fucking lost my goddamn glasses at the ripe old age of what I am. This mm-hmm. is a child's thing. This is not an adult thing. And mm-hmm. Daryl, of course, had the audacity to say he was buying me chains. 
and <gasps> I wanted to kick his what ass. What is with him lately? Oh my god, he's way too, way too spry. He has forgotten how mean I can be. Apparently, I need to remind him how mean I can like, be. Like, why are you? Like, I would have been like, yeah, buy me the chain. See what happens to those bad boys. Oh, I told him that it would be the murder weapon of his death. I'd be like, it will take them a month to count the lashings on your back. I'm like, are you kidding? I go, they'll be so embedded in your neck. So at your trial, there will be no question that I'm the one that did exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> You'll have been decapitated by those things. My chains. So, in fact, uh, the coroner will be uh, actually, you know, feel feel a little bit pride <laughs> that she was able to be the one to say I was on the Jamie Minor murder case, <laughs> and I saw the damage she did when she decapitated her husband. There was a lot of anger the, there with the glasses, <laughs> chains, croquis, or whatever you want to call them. And interestingly, I don't even think they call them croquis anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They found the glasses wedged in his anus. Yes. So crazy. Usually we find like some sort of signature note, like uh, something in the throat, lodged in the throat, like as some sort of symbol. We just found the glasses open, shoved up his anus. Interestingly, so we, we've gathered that this was definitely a crime of passion. And then and then scratched in his back was anus eyes. Exactly. It's like, here's your fucking chains. That's what actually, that's what made us look in his anus. And we saw the glasses. And there they were. And then we realized she definitely did it. And then when we asked her, did you do this? She just said, yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. He, he had the audacity to get me chains when I turned 50. That's why we dropped the charges down to manslaughter. <laughs> the all-female jury. Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie Schubert, the district attorney, took pity on her. <laughs> and the all-female jury just could not come to an agreement. <laughs> They felt there was reasonable doubt. <laughs> yeah, there was way too much reasonable doubt. So I was doing something and Daryl goes, honey, come here. I have something to show you. And this was three days later. <laughs> don't, don't fall for that one. And he I knows said, where he knows where the hand towel is. And I said, <laughs> and I said, and I was in the middle of something kind of, I was doing our taxes or something. And I said, well, well, can I wait? He goes, no, you really need to see this. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, fine. So I get up and now in our entryway, there's that really cute little brown bench. And then next to it is a potted plant. Okay. So he goes, look at the plant. Now, our puppy had <laughs> escaped and gotten into the front room because we have a gate up for her because she's oh, okay. relentlessly, she's just destructing everything because she's teething. Mm-hmm. And so I said, God, to cheat the plant. So I walk in, I look at the plant, I go, what? And I'm looking at it. He goes, Look at the plant. And I'll go, I'm looking at the plant. He goes, no, look closer. I'll be like, if there's something you want me to see, just point it out. <laughs> so I hate I, those rhetorical questions. So I bend over and I'm looking in the plant. And I'm like, what am I looking for? He's like, you don't see it? And I look again and they're my glasses. My glasses are in the like plant. In, in the dirt or in the plant? In the in the dirt, in the plant. But my glasses okay. are also brown. So the, the frame is brown. So oh, they were totally okay. blended in. And I was like, oh, my God, my glasses. And so I look up and there's a little dust mark where the glasses had been setting on the staircase. I had set them on a staircase because I was cleaning and I took them off and set them there so I could finish cleaning. Somebody walked upstairs or something and knocked them into the plant. And I, it never even occurred to me. And I probably did it, actually. You guys and, probably could have rewound your own video and watched to see who did it. <laughs> so I was like, this is the dumbest thing on the planet. Not only was I really mad at him for Wait, summoning me. Wait, you got me, mad at <laughs> Of course. Not only was I mad for him <laughs> summoning me. I'm like, you couldn't have just told me? Like, why did it have to go why through the mystery? Why didn't you just pick him up and say, I found them. Here they are. Yeah, that's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. I'd be like, hey. Place. Someone put them in the dirt of the plant by the front door. Who would do that? 
I have no idea. Well, not only that, but it's just like, why do? Why is this Scooby Doo? I have to figure it out. It's like, woo, woo. it's See, like, just if, say, hey, your glasses. Oh my god. I mean, I would have. If I don't figure it out by like the first or second question, I get angry. I'm just like, show me the goddamn whatever you're trying to show me. I'm I not playing that. twenty questions. Yes, and so I picked him. I'm like, okay, so I guess this is very awkward. And uh, you know, I'm like, what do you fun. want? A Scooby snack? He's like, oh, this was so funny. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I I don't see the, I fail to see the humor. I mean, yes, it's awkward and I feel dumb, but I feel even dumber that you're like, don't you see it? It's like, no, I, I don't know what you want me to see. I don't have my glasses. You know what? They have, I believe, at the store in like the snack section, Scooby Snacks. <laughs> yes. Start carrying those around and give him one every time he does something like that. Be like, well, good boy. Scooby Snack. You're such Here's a good your boy. Snack. <laughs> I, right. I I don't do the question things. I'm like, if you don't show me what it is, I'm leaving. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not you, doing. You actually, do usually I just do this. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And I start walking away. He's like, don't wait. And I'm like, what? I, no, no. What is it? Show it to me now. Or I'm leaving. So <laughs> anyway, I have no patience. I know. So I just think I think that Daryl is really enjoying me turning his age because. Oh, that's know. right. He's older than you. He is. Well, he's. I mean, he's a year older than me. So I mean, he's not. You know, oh, he's, so he's gonna be fifty-one. Yes, and oh, so, you guys will be fifty-one, fifty. You'll be <gasps> crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, all right. Well, that was my awkward moment. I know, uh, you know, we put Daryl through the ringer today, but he fucking deserves it for giving me that ugly ass card. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna love this. He's gonna love every last moment of this. So, oh, by the way, on a side note, before we say goodbye, I did finally bury Marshawn the fish. I saw the picture. Yes. So wait a minute. Where was he? He was still in the freezer? Yeah. I had him frozen. <laughs> what was it? Like three weeks? Oh, no. It, it's been months. Oh, Jamie. Jesus. <laughs> it was. He was a pre-coronavirus death. I just, I just couldn't. Honestly, Paula, I could not think of a spot where to bury him. And I, the idea of throwing him in the trash was repellent. And I just didn't want to bury him somewhere where the dogs could dig him up. You know what I mean? I just wanted it to be somewhere where he'd be peaceful and <laughs> just rot on his own. So after he did, did you thaw him out first or did you just no. toss him in there like a block of ice? I put him in there like a block of ice. <laughs> <laughs> I just and then, of course, the thought that he would thaw and be alive. You know how that, that happens? That is not going to happen. I hope not. I But you know what? He's it's not fine. like cryo man. Jeez. I know. So anyway, so I, I buried you him. I hope there wasn't a, an electrical storm that night. <laughs> It's like Pet cemetery in my backyard. You just forgot one thing. You forgot to hook up the doll. You forgot to hook up the doll. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I buried him. I created a little gravestone and uh, he's finally, and I mean, as I'm burying him, and I'm, you know, as you know, I'm emotional, but I was just oh like, God, you were, did you cry over the block of ice with a fish in it? I did it. I did it. But I just said, you know, Marshawn, you were a good fish, you know, safe home. <laughs> I'm Safe sorry home. I froze you to death in the most inhumane way possible. It wasn't inhumane. He didn't suffer. Do the research. Do the research. <laughs> not, well, what am I supposed to do? Poison him like some people? I'm not doing that. It's mean. That's horrible. It's like being like, ugh, no, I'm not doing it. It's like gassing someone to death. I'm not doing it. So freezing him to death was the better option. He just went to sleep and then froze. That's what you think. I told you. I looked it up. Well, what do they do? Do they realize they're freezing? Well, they sure get cold, Jamie. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, all right. <laughs> well, we're going to talk more about pets next week. Yeah, I'm we'll looking talk forward to week. the stories. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Go to uglytruth.com, click on the Amazon button, do your shopping, 
And um, you should go to lipandclip.com and get yourself some makeup as well. Other than that, have a fabulous weekend. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.